but this month I'll close three. I have on Friday, in two days, I'm gonna close two and then one more at the end of the month for a total of uh, 31 deals in my first 13 months of business. So the question is this, how do most agents find the secrets to succeed in today's competitive real estate market, especially when the top agents are keeping those secrets to themselves? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. Hi, I'm Aaron Amuchastegui, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Real Estate Rockstars, Aaron Amuchastegui here. Today, I get to interview Jacob Valdelon. Jacob's, it's so funny, I practiced the name a few times. It's easier than it looks. Valdelon is easy. Jacob's an agent from Rancho Cucamonga. He's going to have a heck of a story here that we're going to get to talk about. Jacob, how's it going? I'm doing fabulous. How you doing, Aaron? I'm doing good. What's life like in Rancho Cucamonga right now? Life is just work, workout, and continuing to just stumble forward. Honestly, that's where we're at right now. Yeah. Is, uh, is life kind of back to normal out there? Can you go do, I mean, you can go work out. Can you go restaurants open life open yeah. experiences happening again? So it's not as bad as LA. So right now we can go to restaurants, no mask. We can go to the gym. We can show up. So it's pretty much a lot more freedom than it is going head towards the LA area. All right. So when people are thinking Southern California, it's kind of all the same. We've got listeners from all over the world mm-hmm. on here. How far is Rancho Cucamonga from LA? So head east about 40 miles and you're going to hit the hub called the Inland Empire. And that's just like a culmination of about like five or six surrounding cities um, deep in the heart of like the San Bernardino side, if that makes, if anybody knows who that is. Yeah. How long have you been an agent? Um, I got licensed July 7th and I went full-time of 2020 and then I went and uh, went full-time October 1st of 2020. You decided to get licensed July 2020. At that Mm -hmm. time, real estate was... I guess starting to get busy, but a heck of a time to enter into real estate. What made you want to become a real estate agent? So I've been around the industry um, for the last five years and I was working at Kelly Williams as an inside sales agent. And I just always saw entrepreneurship as something I wanted to pursue. I wasn't sure how I was going to get into it. And I kind of like opportunity met preparation of just getting into it with my mom and dad wanting to list their home. And I've been trying to get my license for the longest time. And I never was disciplined enough to finally get licensed. It took me like three or four times to pass my test. Mm-hmm. But when someone gave me the right opportunity to go out there, I just went all in and cut all the distractions off, especially during COVID. It was a lot easier to focus on you. Was it tougher to get scheduled for a test in, like in, in 2020? I thought a lot of the California... Oh, it was about, yeah, was it was like two down. weeks. It was like two weeks out even just to get a test in. So I would give myself 14 days to study. 14 straight days, I banged out three hours a night and then just was able to pass. And yeah, the rest was amazing. The rest is amazing. What office are you with? Ambiance Realty. If you know Albert Preciado, I'm not sure if you heard of him. Uh, he's in West Hollywood, but we have uh, headquarters all over Southern California. Okay. What made you choose to work there? So I went to a driven event. He has these huge events, like entrepreneur events. I went there in 2018 and I was in the back, right? I was in the back watching these events. Um, my mom and dad brought me to this event. I was like, oh, let's check out this real estate thing. My mom wanted to get her license too. We we're all trying to do this thing back in 2018. Um, and I saw a lot of speakers. Grant Cardone was there, Ty Lopez, all these big entrepreneurs, Tim Grover, all these guys. And I was like, I'm like, at that time, it was three years ago. I was 22. I was like, oh, this is, this is it. I'm going to be here. This is, there's Ferraris everywhere. I want a Ferrari. Yeah. Um, and I saw the person who was number one for the last two years in 2018 and 2019 
go across stage and close about 30 transactions and get an award. I'm like, well, if I'm ever going to join real estate, I need to follow that guy. His name was Michael Viscara, and he was my mentor up until August of this year. And we kind of, um, I'll tell you, I'll get into that. But yeah, so an event that I went to pretty much was a three-year journey of getting back into real estate. I think you're pretty, you know, people hate the word lucky. I wish that when I was 22, I would have known there were things like that to go to. Mm-hmm. I went to my first event, my first mastermind event, my first thing where people got together and got on stage. Mm-hmm. And I was 35 years old. I had been I had been rich and broke three times by the time I got there. And one of the parts that one of one of the parts of my story is I had seen a lot of quick success from 2009 to 2012 in the real estate mm-hmm. industry, but I didn't have any mentors that taught me about what to do with money, what to do with friendships with money, you know, mm-hmm. investing, what what quick money does to your life, like how to plan mm-hmm. for it, they, all sorts of things. That I didn't know. And so I was making a lot of money, but without mentors and without a group or people that I could share the ups and the downs with, it was, you know, fast rises and fast falls. And I learned a lot of stuff. And when I finally got to go to my first kind of in-person event in 2015, mm-hmm. I was like, what have I been missing? So mm-hmm. the, so it, so it makes sense to me that you, you went to one of those, you got super inspired and you said, this is where I want to be like, yeah, that's the, it's funny real estate there. No, there are not a lot of businesses where you can drive a Ferrari and say, okay, I want to go work for that guy. Because if the, if the guy that runs a construction company owns a Ferrari, you're like, cool, I want to go work for that guy. But then you end up working on the construction company. You're never going to have that Ferrari. In real estate though, there's no ceiling. Like they can literally say, hey, I'm making a ton of money and come work for me. And you can actually make a ton of money too. I Absolutely. love businesses where the people that are the low people on the totem pole on the team can make as much money as the owners when they apply themselves because it's recruiting is more fun and more authentic and through that process. So, so, all right. So, so you get your license mm-hmm. in 2020, you list your parents' house first. That's your first listing, your first business. No. So I actually went all in. Um, I had a little bit of money saved up. I'd like maybe 10 grand in my bank account from just what I was doing from like 22 to 24 in October. I said, all right, I said, I'm going to drop everything else. I'm going to make a decision, plant my flag. October, I invested into Zillow campaigns, buying a zip code. Uh, me and my mentor at the time um, went all in on that zip code. And I closed my first deal that very following month in November. First deal closed in November. So I already have to guess, I was like, this is the best business in the world. Like you can go in in one month. Obviously I had the mentor. It's nothing. I really was like, I was green. I didn't know how to write a contract. I didn't know how to talk to clients. I didn't know how to show a home. I didn't know anything, mm-hmm. but I closed the deal because I was just following what someone already laid the sand in the foot, you know, the footprints in the sand for. And I was just jumping in like the hoops listed mom and dad's house in December. And then do you mind if I go into my volume and numbers real quick? Kind yeah. of for the what audience. Doing, yeah. yeah. So um, I have it here. I did it. I looked at it. So November was first deal. December, I closed two deals. January closed four. February four. March closed three. April four. May three. June three. July three. August two. September three. October. I didn't close any of that last month, but this month I'll close three. I have on Friday in two days, I'm going to close um, two and then one more at the end of the month. Um, for a total of uh, 31 deals in my first 12, 13 months of business. And then in December, I should have at least two. And then my volume was about 20,450,000, but that's on a split. So I was working with a mentor. And then I netted about my first 100K was in June. And then between now and June, I've made another like 40 and I should hit 184 year to date by December. That's awesome. What's the average sales price here? Um, and it, so it started off at like the 400s and then now I'm climbing up to the, 
um, like five to eight hundreds. And my biggest listing right now is 2.8 million. So what's your, are you still buying ads from Zillow? I have the campaign going, but I've built relationships where now business is just coming to me. I'm, attract, I'm attracting a lot of business, especially I have two different lead sources. One is a wholesaler. He's literally two doors down. I have a millionaire next door. It's crazy. I live in an apartment mm-hmm. um, and he has a run entire, like a seven figure wholesaling business and all his acquisitions. Anyone that doesn't want to sell and buy on all cash with a distressed property, they want to market at list or market value. I, they get tossed my way and I have a split with him as well. So I have a leads list and a, 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 li- a listing for leads and a listing for my Zillow for sales and um, buyers. So if someone is thinking about how, you know getting a mentor and sharing commissions or somebody's thinking about going to one of those investors, the wholesale people mm-hmm. and trying to share, what sort of, what sort of uh, profit shares should they be expecting? Um, since we're doing all the work is on the listing side, I do a 60, 40, I take 60 and then I give um, a 40% split to him since he's just tossing me all of these leads. So yeah. So if you were looking for a wholesaler that you want to convert their uh, market value listings, go ahead and uh, offer a 60, 40. Yeah. It's a great business. One. one of our companies is a company called lead propeller and mm-hmm. um, wholesalers use it to essentially say like, I'll buy you know, I buy beat up houses in this area and the websites are templates set up for people to search and find them. But I think that's a, a common thing that we try to pitch with people. If you're an agent, well, then you can be the, the you, you can say, hey, I'm going to make you this investment offer or I'll list it for this. Mm-hmm. Or if not, if you're just an investor or you're an agent, reach out to those other people that are investors. When you start looking at those sites, like you can go to a zip code, type in like sell my house fast in Austin, mm-hmm. you'll see 20 wholesaler sites. Why not reach out to them as an agent? And say, hey, if you've got any people that don't quite work, send the lead my way. I'll share it 60 40. Mm-hmm. Like, I bet just using your method and doing some Google search and some outreach, somebody may find a wholesaler to go partner with. That's, that hasn't been something we've really kind of somebody has shared on the site as something that's a, a lead that's working out really well, but it's very simple, right? Absolutely. And they're ready to go. Usually, if they're like, oh, I want to list it now, especially right now, you're going to feel the market softening. You know, days on markets raising a little bit more, especially in California. So you're going to have to like, hey, now is the time, right? Like now is the time. If you want to get top dollar before the new year and you start to see a lot more houses start popping up on the market because everyone's starting to catch wind of what's going on with the market. Now is the time to sell. Um, and that's kind of what it is. And they're already ready to go since they're on a list of these guys as a wholesale call list or whatever. Yeah. Real Estate Rockstars, this is Aaron Amuchastegui for a quick commercial break. So during 2020 and 2021, the real estate market completely changed. There's so much competition in the market, so many people trying to buy and sell houses, but there's hardly any supply, hardly any product, hardly anyone willing to list their homes. It's time for every agent out there to become a hybrid agent investor to be able to reach out directly to homeowners to try to get them to sell or list their house. We've got a new website. Go to leadpropeller.com and you can set up your own investor buyer website in just minutes. You'll set up your own URL, set up phone numbers, help go through the leads, help reach out to people that aren't listing their their property currently and have them fill out a form that says, hey, I wanna sell my house. And then as an agent, you can go through and make them a hybrid offer. You can tell them, hey, I think your house would sell for $220,000 on MLS, but I can either write you a $180,000 cash offer right now, or I can help you fix it up and you'll list it for 220,000 on MLS. These are buyers that are looking for quick cash offers. Tens of thousands are submitting these forms every single day 
and they're skipping the listing process. But so many of you guys out there are such good agents, it's a great opportunity to get that lead and help them maximize sales price for their home. So again, go to leadpropeller.com and think about signing up for your own investor site so buyers will start reaching out to you, asking you to make an offer on their home. Mm-hmm. So you've shared that over your, in your first year, you hit the ground running. Mm-hmm. You got you know lots of volume for your first year in, especially during this competitive market. You started by buying leads mm-hmm. and now you've transitioned that to a combination of some other stuff. I want to just give you the floor for a minute. Just tell me, tell me your story. Tell me your story. You can start back as far as you want, sure. Um, but I'd love to, you know, have you getting into over your last year, how that has transitioned and how you've grown as an agent. Absolutely. So I'll go into what I started out as for my first initial entrepreneurial try. I was doing like MLM network marketing initially um, and like financial services. And then I was building my identity there from ages like 20 to 24. I was just trying to get myself into this. Hey, you know, fake it till you make it. Try and get there. Someone believe me. Someone help, help me out. And I was trying to get it there. And then it was a trial and error. And I really wasn't making more than five to $10,000 if that, you know, in, in a, like, at a time. Come time March of 2020, this is when I was like, dude, I'm not, I'm not winning in business. I'm not winning in life. The world's shutting down around me. COVID hit at the, at the peak. Everyone, I can't go to the gym. I started getting really, really depressed just staying home all day. And I really hadn't felt like the world was shutting down on me. Um, it got to the point where I was like really contemplating suicide in May. Like really like, dude, is this what the world's turning into? My life's crap. I suck. And I was really doing what was me having a pity party. Up until I was like, all right, I saw Andy Frisella. I'm sure you know who Andy Frisella is. Yep. 75 hard. May 26th to August 8th, I completed it. I completely changed who I was from there. And that was the like launch pad I needed to hit from that rock bottom of being suicide to just be like, all right, that's it. I'm taking over because I'm 2020 is going to finish. But how am I going to finish in 2020? I would want to be the same person where I was at in May up until all the way to the end of December. I was like, no, there's no way. Um, and between the time, it was between that May or July 7th, I got my license and then I started to just, you know, um, divine intervention truly happened for me. You know, the person I mentored, got mentored with Michael Viscara, it was back in January of 2020 was when I saw him on the road. This is before the lockdown. We were driving on the freeway and I saw his black Tesla with his license plate on the freeway. And I took a video on social media and I just saw him and I just said, Hey, I, I saw you guys, you know, on the road and just one DM can change your life. Literally one video. And we just sparked that conversation. And then from there, we just talking back and forth. I told him, Hey, I was one, I, I was trying to get him into my network marketing team for, for a while. Hey, I see you doing crazy real estate. I really, I gave up my dreams in real estate. I really retired that because I didn't see myself passing that test up until when my mom and dad said, Hey, I really want to sell our house here in California and move to Texas. And he said, Oh, I can, of course I can sell your home. The whole salesman thing he did to you. So he said, all right, if you can get your license in two weeks, I'll mentor you. Well, if you, I was like, all right, I'm either going to get my license or I'm going to, you know, go downhill. But at that point, I had so much momentum coming out of August from that 75 hard that he was like, he bet on me at that point. He said, this guy is fired up. He's, he's ready to go. And then I haven't looked back since October. And it's just been, it's been a wild ride, to be honest. There's highs and lows. And what you talked about, you lose it all. Quick success builds ego. Extended long success builds character. And I had to go through a period of like three months of like those first four deals months when I was hitting it, I was going in hard. Um, but I let my ego cat like out, out exceed my, my, my character. And I didn't like that. Um, I started buying things I didn't need to impress people. I didn't like, I started to just show up and be this guy, like, look at me, look at me. I, I everything I, I might as touch everything I turn to turn touch turns to gold. And it just really started to put me in a different mindset. Like, man, why am I feeling unhappy? The more deals I closed, the more money I hit or made and the more wires I would get. I was like, 
I don't feel different. You know, my life and the quality of my life was good. But when I'd sleep at night, I got more like, I started feeling depressed. I was like, whoa, this, this, this isn't what money's supposed to do to you. I was like, I'm supposed to be on top of the world. What's going on? So that kind of is what happened in between March of last year of literally suicide. And then eight months later, once I got my license, cleared my first six figures in business. So you're struggling like everybody did when COVID first hit and at different places, like it, it rocked a lot of people. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have not come back from it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people changed their practices or changed their policies and started getting deep into the negative. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people did kill themselves mm-hmm. and a lot of people haven't come back. And you're in that moment somewhere on there where you're like rock bottom going, man, this isn't what was promised. And and you see a thing that says 75 hard. How did you hear, how did you hear about it on social media? You saw Andy Frisella or you saw somebody else or what, what made you be like, you know what I'm going to, cause that's kind of like going like, I'm going to do one last ditch effort, mm-hmm. right? That's like saying, you know what? I really want to end it all, mm-hmm. but I'll try this thing first. Absolutely. How, why, what, what, where'd you, what did you see? What was going through your, through your mind during that part? So it got to the point where like my mom was even checking up on me. I was sleeping 18 hours a day and I wouldn't get out of bed. And I was just, I saw this David Blaine, like YouTube video. And he was like holding his breath underwater for 18 minutes. And I would hold my breath as long as I could till I turned blue. I was like, okay, like there's something really wrong with my mindset right now. I got to fix this. And I just started, I just was, I've been doing personal development since I was 19. Always went, read books. I went to Tony Robbins and Lisa Power Within back in, Back in the day. So I was already into this. Like I said, I tried to be an entrepreneur, the entrepreneur, the guy just to fake it till you make it look like you put entrepreneur in your bio. You just wanted to show up as a guy who, who looked successful. And that's kind of where I was. Yep. Um, so I've always been around the entrepreneurial self-development space for the last five years. And I kind of knew about that, that um, program, but I didn't really try it, you know, because I never felt like I needed to. And I was being very um, victim mindset. And I was like, no, at this point, there's nothing to lose. No, let's just, let's just see what it can do, what what I can do if I really just make a decision. Um, and then from there, you know, I did it and changed my life. Yeah. Started pushing you in that direction. Then you hit that. So you hit that success. And then Mm -hmm. after a few months, you're like, Hey, money didn't fix it. I'm making more money than I ever had, Mm -hmm. but I'm still feeling like I did back in May. Mm -hmm. And then it really makes you question like, wait, I thought this was going to solve it all. Mm Mm-hmm. And I remember too, yeah, with the, the, when you first start earning money, the things that the way that um, when ego takes on, like you talked about character being that long thing, but at first it's almost like if you're a spiritual guy, you're like, hey, I did an intervention. You're saying, God, I would do anything to get a second chance. Right. And then all of a sudden you start taking off. Mm-hmm. My experience was then I started taking off and I was, and I was, and I was saying, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. And then there came to a point where I stopped being grateful mm-hmm. and I started going, look at how awesome I am. I remember my story for a long time was, man, I had divine intervention. And then it changed from that to like, look how awesome I am. And then that's when it's like, it really ruins. And then you crash down. Absolutely. And then now with my story of the third, you know, the fourth reset, getting to stay in that gratitude moment of, of, Hey, it was, it was a combination of luck and hard work and all those different things, but not because I'm like super, super crazy or super awesome. Mm-hmm. Did you talked about like almost like a spiritual turning point somewhere in there, or you were, you were part of the way along. And what did you do when you were seeing a whole, essentially a whole bunch of success in real estate, Mm -hmm. but you weren't happy and you were realizing maybe you were doing the wrong things with your money. Absolutely. So I went through a relationship. So what happens is you attract what you become. So your ego, if you start, if you're in ego, you'll attract things that 
will feed your ego, which is what happened to me. I, I had a girlfriend at the time that wasn't for me. I started attracting a lot more, I guess, haters because people were insecure about what I was doing and how I was posting. And I didn't, my, my higher self didn't like how I was posting, but I just, the ego was like, Hey, look at me, you know, check it out. Um, and I, I just crashed and burned once that relationship ended because I just did things didn't work out. I started going and looking within, I started reading like books like Eckhart Tolle, power of now. I started going, um, literally behind my uh, house, there's like a mountain, like 40 minutes up the hill. And I would go up there and just do like meditation. And I would go there with an intention. And I would went and like, I had a couple of awarenesses that it came through. Um, And one of them was CPA, right? Not pay your taxes, but CPA is Christ-like consciousness, becoming present and allowing, right? When you focus on just that, because like, how could I just get over this feeling of feeling a burden of someone's rent-free in my mind? Well, what would Christ do? So having a Christ-like consciousness, being present is so important because right now, especially I'm sure that you feel it too, is it's hard to just sit where you be where your feet are when there's deals going on. Like you can't turn off. Like it's just when you're on vacation, it's just deals. You're just clients and you just feel like you can't slow down, especially when things are in the pipeline or things aren't are getting ready to close. That's all you can wake up, think about sleep and you know, all of that's the deals. And then learning to allow, you know, you're trying to force your hand on everything when God has a true like divine will and pathway for you to go through and when you realize you're just a vessel through here just to enjoy and just share happy experiences then you just stop you know forcing things the way you want them to happen and things are never going to happen the way you want so what i realized like if i'm not in control well let him just let me th- throw me where you want me to go and i'll just enjoy with the, the journey along the way so that's kind of what i had with that one i have a couple of more acronyms that i just the more i go to these mountains and just have an intention of coming down the more um, I would just find these new weird ac- acronyms. Another one is just getting lit, L-I-T. So start living your truth, right? What is your truth? What, what do you stand for? Who do you embody? What do you want to share with the world? And then PYP, I want to teach people how to pipe <laughs> in, a, in a funny way, uh, but pursue your potential. There's a higher version of yourself that exists that I didn't know that I existed this year. Like if I knew that this guy existed today, back in March, I'd have been like, bro, there's no way you have this house or this car, you have make this much money. Bro, you haven't even made that much money in your entire, you're making that in months now, you know? And the last thing was SOS. Instead of save our souls, it's shiny object syndrome. Man, like it's easy to like, once you start making like, you know, my one of my biggest months, like 31 grand. And I was like, oh, I can buy a watch and a car. I was like, bro, you know, it's like, no, you just, you have to pay taxes, first of all. So make sure you pay yourself first, pay your bills, don't get behind. Um, and then after that, don't go after things because things won't fulfill you. Um, what I've learned is find things, find a higher calling for your life, right? And that's kind of the intention I had before I got here is what is your life's mission? And the more you look inside of yourself, the more you'll start to reveal, it'll start to reveal to you and you'll figure out who you're not more than you'll figure out who you are. So when you start going in directions, you're going to lean that way and follow him. Oh, that's not for me. And then it's going to redirect you back. And then you're going to go, oh, that's not me. And it's going to start revealing the path by figuring out who you're not. And that's what happened when I've had that crash. But now it's like, okay, now, now I'm like aligning my faith in business. Deals are attracting to me faster than I know. Deals are just more, they close with less resistance. I mean, I've had so many nightmare experiences in real estate where you can't count tomorrow's money. That's a big nugget. You cannot yeah. count tomorrow's money. Oh, this is going to, you know, that's going to happen. Never count tomorrow's money in real estate because you always think, hey, that's going to close that day. You get a paycheck there. You're going to already shop for things for tomorrow with tomorrow's money. You don't, don't. That's one thing I learned recently as well. Yeah. 
Hey, real estate rock stars. This is Aaron Muchastegui, and I'm interrupting myself to bring you this commercial break from one of our sponsors. And I know, I know you guys would much rather listen to the content and not the ads and not the sponsors, but this is one that I'm actually super, super excited with. You know, so many of the realtors that we interview on the show, they talk about how much systems are important and how much follow-up is important. And I'm really, really excited about our new sponsor. There's somebody I've been looking at for a long time. And when they reached out to me, I said, yes, we have to be able to do this deal. So that sponsor is Follow Up Boss. You know, on an interview last week with agent Mark McGuire, I asked him what his favorite software and what his favorite system was. And he said it was Follow Up Boss. And then he went on for another three or four minutes to talk about why Follow Up Boss was the best CRM he uses. So there's a lot of superstars out, out there that use Follow Up Boss. Some of the stats they gave me, Robert Slack, 1.5 billion team in Florida, number one in the US. He uses Follow Up Boss to get a 400% ROI on its massive paid lead spend. Deborah Beagle, co-owner of the Ashton Group in Nashville, uses Follow Up Boss to guarantee the agents who join her team get two homes under contract in the first 90 days. That's a big guarantee for new agents. Barry Jenkins of the, your friends in real estate uses Follow Up Boss to automate everything so his team can produce 200 million on 25 hour work weeks. All right, so here's an offer. You guys are gonna get this special for being Real Estate Rockstars listeners. Now I've, I've used Follow Up Boss. We've actually used it in our non-real estate businesses as well because it's so good at being able to set timers, set automatic texting and emailing, and what do, what do you know, best name ever, Follow Up. So here's what we got. For Real Estate Rockstars listeners, you get a 30-day free trial. That's normally 14 days. So in order to get this, you go followupboss.com forward slash rockstars. So again, followupboss.com, just like it sounds, forward slash rockstars. Go there, get your 30-day free trial, and check it out, especially if you aren't using any systems or any CRMs yet. This will be a great one for you to start with. All right, everybody, thanks again. Now back to our show. The everybody's had deals closed on like the last day or the last moment. We've I had one pull back after it was funded, like the lender funded it and then repulled it back. And I was like, whoa, like that was a, it's been a lot of years since that one, but the, that was the crate. We thought that was impossible. Cause it used to be like, oh, well, when it funds, you can give them the keys, even if the, mm-hmm. the rest of the stuff hasn't happened mm-hmm. yet. So you talked about a lot of little self-help acronyms right there. Yeah. So, and you've been to a few different events. Mm-hmm. So there's a listener out there right now that is struggling with something, mm-hmm. right? Could be struggling with the exact same stuff. It could be like, Hey, I, I March, 2020, I've been down since and I haven't gotten back out of it. What events summarize a few of the self-help events out there. What do they do? Mm-hmm. And then what are some of the, some of the books that have been life-changing for you? Absolutely. So the biggest event that I went to was that driven event. And that was with lineup was like Andy Frisella, Ed Milet, Tim Grover, Jim Quick, Tom Bilyeu. This was like a packed lineup, right? It was like the $10 billion event. And when I went there, the things that I've learned is that you're in control of everything. You attract everything. Um, Once you learn that you're accountable for everything, you have to ask yourself two questions. How did I attract this? And what am I supposed to learn? And just pain is an indicator, not a stop sign. So if you feel pain in your life, what did I do to get that? Like for every bad thing you've done, there's a reason why it's coming back to you. And I'd say some of the books that I love that I totally, there's number one is um, how to win friends and influence people. Once you learn the power of um, leadership and influence, you gain a lot of power. So the difference between manipulation and influence is intention. Um, Learning how to say things for people to, you say they don't hear what you say. 
so what, what I mean by that is if I tell you, stop talking, you know, you're going to be like, that's weird. Or, Hey, would it, wouldn't you, wouldn't it be in your best interest if you, you know, slow down and listen to the other person. It just, it's not what they hear. It's what you say or not what they say. It's what you hear. I'm messing that one up. I apologize. But how to win friends and influence people by Dale Carnegie. And then um, another big book was Napoleon Hill, um, thinking grow rich. And there's different levels to that. But if you're just starting out, those are the best entry ones. And then just dive into a niche and realize that if what industry you're in right now isn't what you can see yourself doing in 10 years, don't buy yourself a job. You know, learn to love what you do. It's very important because if you can't see yourself waking up and doing it every day, you're just going to buy yourself a job and you're going to always seek outside of you another, another industry. Yeah. So that's a really good stuff. So you started buying leads on Zillow mm-hmm. and then you did the listing for your parents. Mm-hmm. You said now you're getting listing or you're getting you know deals a whole bunch of different ways. How are you getting most of your deals right now? Through the wholesaler, um, through Zillow, and then through just referrals. So I'm actually feeling the referral business come back around. Initially, my first six months, I wasn't really attentive or really cared about the people the way I should have. Because you're new, you don't know, you don't you don't know anything when you start out. You don't know how to treat and earn referral business or how to take care of your clients. Uh, more recently, I've been getting a lot more referral business, social media. My social media um, has been getting a lot of traction and just getting a lot of buyers consultations. So attraction marketing, attraction marketing is huge. People don't want to be sold. They want to buy, right? And I think that you, you obviously know that. Um, but what I did as in, I invested early on in my career, my first three months, when I started making some money, I was like, where can I put this money back, right? I talked about money is useless until it is used. And what I mean by that is if you just have money in the bank account, how can you reinvest that money to give yourself a better ROI? Um, I invested in Ryan Serhant's branding course. So my social media game went straight up. And what else did I do? I, like Zillow, I pumped up a different zip code. I doubled in on that. That helped out. I do a lot of coaching. I do Arte Syndicate coaching, which is Ed Milet and Andy Frisella. And I also do another coaching program, Next Level University. So my nut was at like three to three to $4,000 for rent, car, insurance, and stuff My for, you know, initially. And it climbed all the way to like eight to 9,000. So just, but, but because I was making a lot of money, I was all want to reinvest that money. And it's just now I'm at a point where I'm spending a lot, but I'm also clearing a lot, spending a lot, but clearing a lot. And it forces you to continue to realize that every morning you want to wake up, rent is due. Like you can't just be like, ah, oh, today's the day off. Yes. I'd like to schedule my time out, but I've fallen in love with the process to the point when my life is a vacation. Like I get it after once everything's done for the day, I got to go do what I want at that point. And I've learned to love what I do. So what I do is everything that I want to do. So if somebody wants to grow their referral business, right? You mm-hmm. said, Hey, I didn't know what to do. And now you've got somebody out there, the same boat as you. They're like, all right, I've been doing some good volume, but I'm still paying for all my volume. Mm-hmm. Uh, how would you tell them to go grow their referral business? Absolutely. So you get honest with your client. You're like, hey, Mr. Client, you know, I can ask you honestly, be candid with me um, if on a scale from one to 10. Um, how, do, how well was my service? Oh, you're like a nine or 10. They don't want to tell you that, you know, when they sold their house. If it was nine or 10, if it was a nine, what could I have done to make it a 10? I'll say, oh, you know, X, Y, and Z. Then they'll say, oh, okay, um, well, since it was a nine and I'd love to earn that 10, do you know anybody else out there that would, you know, benefit from my services? And then you just get a list of one or two people, follow up with them. I call it your stalker list. There's like 10 people minimum I have that I'm just like banging them out. Like you're going to either become a buyer or I'm going to list your home. And then you put them by priority. Um, and also... Realize your commission structure before and write that number down. So then it keeps you focused throughout the day because you know exactly what you're working towards. And that's kind of where I stay my focus. And then, yeah, so referral business has been a lot better lately. Yeah, that's like the, 
So how soon after the closing do you ask them? Yeah, within that week. So I usually have a closing gift ready. So when I do close, it's like, here's a gift and I do it tailored to them. I don't just get them. A, I, used to, I used to just get a coffee maker, like a Keurig and just be like, here you go, and a business card. Now it's like, do you like the Dodgers? Okay, let me get your whole family Dodgers jerseys and then put your name on it or whatever. So reinvest into your clients of what they like. Oh, are you, you love supercars? Oh, let me just get you a little model like this. And, you know, be intentional with your gift giving because when people think and see that you're being considerate or they're taking time out to really think about them, they're like, oh, this guy actually cares. You know, he wasn't just trying to close me and close a sale. And don't look at your clients anymore as sales. Look at them as actually like I'm serving, right? When you go with the different, you come up, you carry a different energy um, when you're not feeling like you have to close rather than I get to close. Um, when I go out there and um, I used to just look hungry, like I got to eat, you know, this guy's like, I, I, need to, I, I need to close the deal. And then I switched it from, I, need, I get to serve you. I get to show, get on the showings with you. I get to help you out. Um, and learn to fire clients when you realize it's like they're being a headache. Learn to fire. There's an, we live in a world of more than enough. So learn to fire clients that aren't giving you the results that you're looking for. Hey, real estate rock stars. This is Aaron Muchastegui with a quick commercial break. Now you've been listening, you've been waiting, and now the big rent ready mystery can be revealed. Rent ready just launched rental property accounting for landlords. It's so new, I haven't even got a chance to check it out yet. Now you can easily connect your rental properties from RentReady to an accounting software created specifically for landlords with RentReady's newest partner, REI Hub. Now I've used a lot of payment processing systems in the past and it's always been a challenge even asking them to generate APIs so it can talk to our existing systems. And they're really, any software that collects payments doesn't make it very easily to do that. But now with Rent Ready, you can automatically transfer properties and charges from your Rent Ready profile. You can track your income and expenses with matching rules and payment templates to speed up your bookkeeping. View your profit and loss or cash flow by property or unit. Get your portfolios, balance sheets, schedules, and more. Guys, we're so excited about this. And here's something even more exciting. As always, with Rockstars, you get a special, special opportunity. If you're not currently using Rent Ready, you can sign up using our special code ROCKSTAR50 and get 50% off your Rent Ready subscription. Once you set up your properties, you can add rental property accounting as a premium feature. If you're currently using Rent Ready, go check out the new accounting features designed to save you time and money while you manage your business. And remember, it's Rent Ready with an I at the end. R-E-N-T-R-E-D-I dot com. Thanks for listening. Go check them out. The... Um Tell me about your social media stuff. So you okay. said you've also started growing through social media now. What mm-hmm. sort of content are you pushing out there? So um, engagement, a lot of engagement content. So for realtors out there and they're niching into like farming, give well, one of them that helps a lot is I always say, um, what's the minimum down payment? And it's like 0%, 3.5%, 5%, 20%. And the answer is for me, or sometimes it's either zero or three and a half, depending on if it's the, toward targeted towards the VA buyers or targeted towards the FHA program. And that engagement gives you a list of people that might be even interested or looking. And then I, and then I'll do another one where there's a poll, like yes and no. And it says, I'm looking to buy, I'm looking to sell. And people that engage with that, you know, work your DMs, work your direct messages. If people are even engaging their content, that means they have even just the slightest interest of possibly buying or selling. And then use them and ask them, who do they know? Don't people don't like being asked, Hey, do you want to buy? They, They just put their guard up, but it's, do you know anyone that's looking to buy or sell? And oh yeah, I've been thinking about it. And then quickly um, have systems ready. So one thing that I do is I have um, a Calendly, Calendly link 
that sets up a buyer's consultation that I'll just directly be like, hey, perfect. I'd love to set you up and see um, if you're a qualified buyer and you know what are the first steps if you're a first-time home buyer. And then just guide them through the process. A lot of the people I worked with were a lot of first-time home buyers, especially with Zillow. A lot of them don't even know what anything means or how anything works. Um, so just be a, a source of knowledge for people who don't know or have been on a, been first-time home buyers. You could really break that down into like the five or six easy steps there, right? Like the on the story, for, you're starting with the poll of if you're buying a house, with what you know, what sort of down payment are you working with? Mm-hmm. Are you looking to buy or sell? I think people are more likely to answer a poll than they are to DM you. Hundred percent. But once they answer that poll, you can see who said they're looking to buy or sell, and then reach out to them. And then you're having that ready, and you're like, "Oh, that's cool. I see you're looking to. I, I see you're looking to buy. You know, the uh, you know, you get to ask the question. Hey, yeah, I'd love to chat. You're like, cool. Well, here's a count, count stuff. If you ever want to just do a quick Zoom or or have me call you, we get to chat. Like being ready uh, for that next step. I think that is. I think that's great. And then you, and then back jumping back to that referral really quick. You talked about saying. You know, giving them a great gift at closing, great personalized gift, mm-hmm. reaching out to them within a week mm-hmm. and saying, Hey, how would you rate me? Mm-hmm. How can I be better? And I want to be able to earn that 10. And then you're getting that list and that becomes your stalker list. That's almost like an MLM technique too, right? It's always like a uh, little bit yeah. in, the, in the, in the MLM stuff. They talk about that a lot of different times of like, Oh, if you're, I know I'm not even trying to sell you anything, but if you can give me that, that list of other people, it is so much easier uh, for people to, to jump in. And what's your favorite social media stuff to use? Right now I'm on Instagram and I'm working on a TikTok. So a lot of that right now is what's getting more engagement. Um, and also I'm working a lot of TikToks um, as well and like reels. That's what's getting boosting a lot of engagement right now. So if you've seen my, if you look at my page right now, I have like three TikToks that posted recently mm-hmm. um, and I have a social media content strategy. So that got people that are out there and that think social media is hard to simplify it, break it down to, I call it Sunday's draft day. I literally get like a photo shoot done and I just do all the captions on a Sunday. I put them all on my Instagram drafts and all it's literally, you know, plug and play just and that day you hit post and it's up. There's no, there's no thinking involved. And when it comes to reels, ask yourselves in my notes, I have a literally list of 30 um, consumer questions. You go to fam, friends or family, anyone, you know, or just go on Google, what are consumer questions for real estate? And it's just like today I shot a video saying, um, how do I know how much my home is worth? And you just add enthusiasm in the video and then you just make that video and boom, 30 second video up, engagement's up. And now you have 2,000, 3,000 eyeballs on you and people are going to see you as a trusted source and they see you at top of mind. Like I post six times a week or try to at least. And when you're top of mind and they see you as the source and they see you cons- consistent and you show your wins here and there, this guy's the guy I need to start talking to about real estate. Yeah. I love that. As I'm looking at your social media right now, I could see that. And it's the social media is awesome. And we talk about it a lot on here. I, I think that it helps so many agents be successful, but the idea of being able to share kind of some quick reels, some quick things If people were asking like, Hey, a lot of people understand Facebook. A lot of people understand t- uh, and Instagram. Mm-hmm. They don't understand reels and TikTok. So if they were saying, mm-hmm. Hey, tell them what that is. And what are like three or four of your favorite reels or TikToks that you think that every agent should do? So there's, there's ways to do it. There's ways to do a little bit more personality side, source of advice, or there's some where you can just hop on a trend, right? There's one where there's like a U-Haul video. If you look at my page, I literally, uh, it's like a funny trend. And I was like in a U-Haul and I was just trying to make it funny. And I was just trying to move some stuff. And so there's three different ways you can do it, um, but make it you. People want to, you know, there's always that saying, they want to buy from people who they know, like, and trust. Well, 
If you can get them to laugh and they can start engaging their content, they're going to start looking at your stuff more, but also go on there and be like, Hey, I'm still a professional. I don't just make funny videos all day. Like I actually know what I'm doing. I know what I'm talking about. So the consumer questions are lead with the hook and then go out there and give you about 15 seconds of meat and potatoes. Cause on reels, it's fast. It's just boom. You just keep going through. So lead with the hook and then give them about 15 seconds of like content. They can be like, Oh, that's interesting. I never knew that. And then, and then end it with like, Hey, follow for more tips. And then just keep it quick because at this pace of how social media is going, they're not even posting the most recent photos anymore. It's just kind of like what gets good engagement when what's going on with the algorithms on Instagram. So people get afraid to like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm scared to post. I, I personally, to be honest with you, I actually turn off my likes because I don't care about engagement. I care more about the people who are engaging. So if you're engaging me, I'm, I'm looking at you as, hey, I'm going to try and get you on as a client. And use social media more as a business tool rather than a place to just post photos. Yeah. So you're looking for the messages. You're looking for the comments. You, know, you gave me, we, we, you, you gave me a list of things you want to make sure we covered today. Mm-hmm. And the first thing you said is attract what you become. Mm-hmm. Right. And you got, you shared your story kind of a little bit about the wrong relationships, right? Mm-hmm. Like you had attracted what you become. Anything you wanted to add on that or do we hit it? attracting what you become yeah so if you want to be more there's people that right now i'm in a position where people are dming me um hey i love what you i love your content can you mentor me like give me a reason why like respectfully give me a reason why i'd love to but if you're not going to provide value to me at this point like i don't know if i want to put my time and effort into you but if there is and i can i want to grow you so i had to put myself in a position where i had to become more to attract more the person that mentored me wouldn't have worked with me if i didn't work on myself at the rate at which i did so if you feel like, hey, no one wants to help me, well, help yourself first, and then you'll start attracting more people that you know you get into the bigger rooms. Next one, commit first and pivot. Ooh, I like that one. So this is when I got that two point eight million dollar listing. This was a Zillow lead, and this guy was like, oh, I'm thinking about selling. It's a it's a six acre property on uh, it's a four bed three bath and has like six six acres of land and like a nice hill. I was like, of course I deal with that. Like you always want to sound like you know, and then you'll figure everything else later. People don't want to work with someone if they don't if they sound unsure, uncertain if they can get the job done. Sound certain enough. To, all you have to do is know one percent more than what the client knows at that point, um, and then figure it out the rest later. Use the power of Google. Use the power of associations. Reach out to everyone that is in that space. And I was able to get that thing. It closes in two days um, because of the SB nine and SB ten with Newsom. They can build like four individual SFRs on that six acre land. So that's why that property was desirable. But I didn't know anything about any of that. So I was like, okay, how do I even close this guy? We walked the property with him. We showed up in suits. And my mentor at the time was like, yeah, the vegetation here and that there. And we're just, look at the look at the tree. You just have to just sell it. You're a salesman. You're here to get the job done. So yeah, commit first and just pivot. Figure it out on Google and figure it out with people around you. Yeah, it is crazy with the SBA stuff in California right now that you can, um, adding a house in the backyard is easy now. You have to be able to get your permit. Like they have to approve your permit within 30 days or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like there are so many essentially to attack the, you know, the low income housing issues, mm-hmm. they just increased all the density. So you can convert your garage into an apartment. ADU. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can, so like you can, anyone that has a regular two car garage can convert it to like a two bedroom ADU now and rent it out. And mm-hmm. the city and the neighbors can't say anything. It's really really interesting stuff that they're pushing out there and understanding some of those laws and the values. Like you said, you see this other property and you're like, this could actually be an income producing one. You wouldn't have to subdivide it. You just add a bunch of houses on it or mm-hmm. whatever it is. Next one, you said environment mental versus environmental. 
Yeah. So it's 50% mental in business um, and then 50, 50% envir- environmental. So you have to be in a, in a position of people who are winning and push you, right? So the person who brought me in business was averaging 25 to 30 deals a year. And on average, most realtors close one deal a month or maybe three to four a year on average of just in, in real estate in general. I was jumping into the fire with someone who's saying, hey, I'm doing three, four deals this month. I'm like, well, I got to stretch my capacity and you'll grow to the, the, the size of the room, right? And Ed Milet talks about the whole identity. Uh, your identity is like a governor on your life, just like it is um, the, like the AC unit in your house. When your life gets to heat up too fast, the AC is going to cool you down naturally. The only way to increase your identity or raise your identity is to do a lot in a short amount of time or hang out with people who are doing things that you want to do. You just, you know, they say you are the five people you hang around with. You know, if you have five friends who are millionaires, you're either going to become their friend or you're not going to hang out with them anymore. You're just going to filter yourself in and out. So environment is everything. And then I'd say business is, I'd say 80% um, strategy, 20% execution. So you have to, it's, it's really not hard to win in business once you learn the strategies and the philosophies in it. Yeah. You know, Jacob has a few more on here. We're not going to have enough time to get into all of them. I'm going to mention them really quick and sure. encourage you guys to go follow Jacob on social media and the stuff that he's doing out there. His next way he says, money is useless until it's used. We hit on that a little mm-hmm. bit, but I'm sure there's more. Success void aligning with a mission. Mm-hmm. And then he wanted to talk about mentorship and relationships. And we did get to talk a little bit about that stuff in there. Do you also host a podcast? I do. So I have a podcast, me and my buddy. It's called... Um, it's called Raw Talks, and it's like the Andy Frisella talk show host style. And we just kind of talk about what's going on in our week, all things entrepreneurship. It's a podcast made by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Yeah, it's very cool. When you first reached out to me, you shared some of that stuff on there and getting to re-see everything that you're doing on social media. Your first 13 months is really impressive, man. Thank you. It's awesome that you were, and even more impressive is just the, uh, you know, the entrepreneur human condition story right? Like the life sometimes is rough mm-hmm. and sometimes we are lucky enough to be the blessed ones that, that rise up and improve our lives after. Absolutely. And, the, and I think you have a, a responsibility to share that and you share that message today. And I'm sure with how many listeners we get that there's definitely some people out there today that are, that are struggling and trying to see that hope. And the reality today is that Jacob's been an agent for 13 months and good volume. If you've been an agent for, if if you're not an agent yet, or if you've been an agent for a year or five years or or 10 years, whatever it is, it's nice to see and know that there's techniques and processes out there that you can pivot your business today. You can change your business today. If your life is rough today and you think about what can my life be in 12 months? If you get to follow a lot of the same processes Jacob did, it's starting to get into self-help and get into action and follow even the blueprint of what we talked about today. I think anyone's life can be 10 times, 100 times, 1,000 times better a year from now than it is today. And you know, no matter how, no matter how rough it gets, there's, there's opportunity for that. And so I, I love that as your message that's out there. I've lived it uh, several times. I've seen people living it, and I love getting to see kind of the improvement. So- Jacob, the people are going to want to reach out to you. And I know that you're also going to, you know, what's your, I'd like if you could share any final thoughts with us first and then Mm -hmm. tell everybody how they can reach out to you if they've got questions about sending referrals. Did your parents end up moving to Texas? 
They do. They they lived uh, bought a house in San Antonio, so it's a nice yeah. house out there. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, we sold our California Northern California property, and we live in Austin, Texas now. So the mm. we sold our California property in uh, end of twenty twenty. Also, maybe beginning of twenty twenty one. So anyway, final thoughts yeah. and uh, and how people can find you. Absolutely. Final thoughts are everything you want in this life is on the other side of fear. Go after it every day relentlessly and you'll achieve your dreams. Um, I'm going out there and launching a faith-driven initiative. It's called the Veritas Initiative to align with your truth. Please feel free to reach out to me with anything real estate, anything entrepreneurship, any way I can be of service to you. My Instagram is Jacob Ian Valdelon, Jacob I-A-N-V-A-L-D-E-L-L-O-N. And I'll be more than happy to help you guys out. Jacob, this was awesome. I'm so glad you reached out to me. I'm so glad we were able to chat today. You've had an impressive uh, 13 months, and I think that you definitely inspired and changed some lives today for new agents and old agents alike. So thank you for coming on the show. Thank you so much. Appreciate you, Aaron. Real Estate Rockstars. Thanks for listening. All right, Real Estate Rockstars. This is Aaron Muchastegui jumping in again to thank you for listening to the show. Hopefully you guys loved listening to that one. And I want to make sure that you know about all of the extra resources that we have. And also we need your help. They say podcasts are free. You get to listen to podcasts for free. But what is the cost of that podcast? I would say if I could beg you to pay anything for that podcast, I would say the cost of the podcast is going and giving a review. So whether you download it on Google or Apple or YouTube or anywhere else, please go give us a review. Say what you liked, what you didn't like. It helps us get better guests. The more reviews, the higher we get in the rate rankings. Right now, we are the biggest podcast out there for real estate agents. And we want to keep that spot because we know there's lots of podcasts out there. So go give us a review. Also, be sure to go to hybendigital.com. If you liked any of the resources that those real estate agents talked about, we've got a huge video vault of those resources for free. Every penny that comes on the podcast that we interview, they give us something that helps them get their deals or helps them work with their clients. And we put that in the toolbox in our vault for you. So go to hybendigital.com and you can get it. If you're looking for real estate education, go to rebusuniversity.com. We have all sorts of courses in there to help agents succeed in real estate how to get the listing, how to negotiate deals, you know, how to become an investor, all sorts of different stuff, rebusuniversity.com. And if you want to chat with me, go find me on Instagram. If you come find me on Instagram, you can send me messages. Tell me what you want to hear. Tell me what you liked, what you didn't like. We try to put a bunch of content out there too. You can find me in two different places. It's at rerockstars.com for our Real Estate Rockstars page or at aaronamuchastegui.com for my personal Instagram page where I can chat with you about all sorts of different things. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again soon. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.